Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi there. This is Penny. Thanks so much for joining me today for the Flourish Podcast. We're working through a series called The Six A's of Influence, the six A's of touching someone else's life, of impacting them, of flowing into them from the deposit that God has put in you. And we've gone through four of the A's already. The first one was attention. In other words, notice people, see who they are, see who's around you, have eyes to see, ears to hear. Second was affection, be willing to go beyond our comfort zone and be warm and affectionate with people, even if it's not our natural tendency. The next one was affirmation. Learn to encourage, learn to speak life into people. Next was apprenticeship, where we talked about taking people alongside you to do what Second Timothy 2.2 says, to impart or instill, entrust to them the things that God has put in your life and God has taught you and trained you in. And we talked about being able to learn how to be a good leader. It's not just inbred or inborn, but you can learn how to be a good leader. Now we're going to tackle assignments today. Assignments. In any endeavor that we are doing, that we are in the process of, do we want to be a one-man show or do we want to partner with others in that process? If we're trying to accomplish a dream, an objective, a goal, are we enlisting others alongside us? That's a good question to ask ourselves. I think sometimes even pastors or pastors' wives, they try very much to do the very best they can on their own. Sometimes I think it might have something to do with maybe fear of trusting other people around them or concern that they're going to be burned or betrayed because uh, perhaps they have been in the past. I know I know that's happened in my life. And there have been misunderstandings where people that I loved dearly um, were no longer a part of my life, and I felt betrayed. But that doesn't mean you quit. So whether you're someone who's a little intimidated or not, it's probably a really good idea to think about enlisting people alongside you and around you to partner with you. So then in that process, eventually, you're going to give those people assignments. They're not just going to always be um, right beside you, but you're going to actually send them to do things and trust them. You're going to believe in them that they can accomplish things as well as you could even, or better perhaps. When Jesus apprenticed his team, he sent them out on their own. He wasn't looking just to have some some buddies around him that listened to him and followed him and obeyed him. He was looking to multiply the kingdom, to multiply the principles, the, the understanding of who God was. He wasn't looking to hold on to a ministry for himself. He was looking to apprentice others and to assign them to things and to send them out. And I think that's something we should all consider. 
in different phases of our life. And especially if you're in ministry, like how do I multiply myself? How do I help others along the way and bring them into a place of strength and and maturity and leadership and then send them out to do, you know, kind of do the whole process of Second Timothy 2, 2, that you instill, you entrust to others who will do likewise. That's important. My personal testimony as a pastor's wife is that for many years, I tried my best to do things fairly singularly, you know, not knowing exactly how to do what I'm talking about today. I just kind of took as many phone calls, uh, met with as many people, um, encouraged as many people, had them in my home as I could. But eventually, I happened to be exposed to another pastor's wife who had built a very strong team beside her. And I saw how effective that was. And I thought, wow, I want to do that. And so I began the process. And it was it was a long process. It was a, a very laid out, purposeful, very clear process. It wasn't random. It wasn't haphazard. It was clear. It was well-defined. It, it had steps to it. And so that's what I did. And, and the fruit of it was very, very, very good. Having people alongside me who shared my passion for the vision that God had given me and my husband, it was life-altering. It was powerful. Jesus was a team player. He was not a one-man show. He entrusted drop by drop with intent and purpose. He taught others the things he knew. He poured into them. He gave them the A's. He gave them attention. He noticed them. He saw them. He called things out in them. He gave them affection. He was warm and loving and affectionate with them. He affirmed things he saw in them. Yes, he corrected them. Yes, he called them up. Yes, he challenged them. But he also affirmed them. And he gave them assignments. He sent them out. He sent them out on their own even. I'm sure they were probably like, yikes, how do we do this? But he said, you know what? I believe in you. You can do this. The things I've taught you, now now you go and share those with others. He discipled them in practical and tangible ways. He didn't just assume they'd pick things up from, say, the Sermon on the Mount and just kind of learn what they needed from there. Just like we can't assume that people are going to really be mentored well or be able to take on assignments just by coming to Sunday morning church. Instead, he purposed to train specific individuals for the purpose of multiplying his heart and his objectives. What God has given you is worthy of sharing with others. If you've learned things that are profound and insightful and are wonderfully helpful for others, perhaps you need to consider if God is wanting you to apprentice or mentor or train others and then be able to assign things to them that would really benefit the big picture. Of course, you follow protocol in any setting, whether it's a church or a business or whatever. You follow the proper um, chain of authority. And you do it right, but it's something worthy of inquiring 
of the Lord. Like, do I need to begin to be more sober-minded, more purposeful about mentoring people for leadership even to really come alongside me? Should I do that? And am I willing to do that? My little saying for this A is, God's dream requires a team. Jesus certainly thought that. And if he, being God, needed a team, we might want to consider whether we need a team as well. So thanks so much for being with me today. Hope this is encouraging to you. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.